Hey there. I'm super psyched to be here today with Lisa, the inventress, and moi, Sarah Shaw. Um, This is our new podcast together called Dial for Dollars, and we want to help you guys all make money. And today we want to talk about how to make money at trade shows, right? Because it's trade show season. That's, uh, yeah, and you know what? And that's the place where you can make the most money. That can get your first POs, POs meaning uh, purchase orders. And mm-hmm. um, it's really important. And I don't think we, people talk about this enough. You know, even when I'm, uh, you know, preparing my clients to get their businesses up and running, the, the last thing that we really talk about are trade shows. And it literally is one of the most important steps in marketing your business, marketing and showcasing mm. your business. And if you don't do it right, and they're probably going, how the heck do we do a trade show right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean do it right? Bring my stuff? Set and, up uh, my shelves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, there's so many different elements to it, right, right, Sarah? Oh, yeah. I mean, what, what, let's talk about what we both think that the biggest mistakes that people have made or make or I can talk mm-hmm. about some of the biggest mistakes I made. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, I can too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I remember when I did my very first one, um, I didn't even, like, my sales reps were like, yep, you got to come to New York and do this show. And I was like, okay, right? And, and I get there, and they, they just had some shelves for me in the booth, uh-huh. and they just said, go ahead and get, get it ready. And I was like, well, what does that yeah. even mean? Right, yeah. I didn't even know, and they didn't give me like any crash course on merchandising or anything, and I just kind of set stuff up the way I thought it should be set up. I mean, I think yeah. it probably looked terrible, but this was the my this was the um, my favorite my favorite thing. The show started at whatever, maybe nine in the morning or something, right? At nine oh one, you know, somebody's coming by my booth mm-hmm. and says, mm-hmm. "Hey, what are your best sellers?" And all I wanted to say was, the show's been open for about a minute and a half. Like, how am I supposed to know that? You know, and my and I was just excuse me alone in the booth. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Lost my voice. And I'm staring at this buyer, and I'm thinking, God, is she really stupid? Like, why would anybody ask me this, right? And I'm thinking, then of course, then I realized that I was the dumb one because you're supposed to have an answer for that. You better go it. I hope you went hard, honey. I hope you went hard. No, and I had no idea what I was doing, so I think I, you know, I was probably looked at her like a deer in the headlights and was like, um. Well, you know, I have no idea. This it was just a disaster, and then. I asked my sales rep, you know, what I'm supposed to say. And she's like, well, you should know what your best sellers are. And I'm like, <laughs> How do you I know? haven't even sold this season yet. And she's like, girl, you got to make it up. <laughs> That's right. It's, and she's right. And you do. But you don't know until you get there. You don't know until right. you get there, into that space. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember those trade shows. I remember one disastrous story. I was working with this company, and we were doing Jacob Javits. And almost a very similar story that um, they said you're going to have to set up a booth and it's got to look really pretty. And I don't even remember. I think it was like um, sea salt or something we were selling. And I go, okay, let's, Lisa, be creative. So (laughs) I decided to design these, you know, the crates that you get for, well, now they sell them everywhere. Um, The plastic crates, Mm -hmm. they come in different colors. 
Well, I said, let yeah. me go out and get fabric. I made my life so much more complicated than it needed to be. I went out and got fabric. I lined them. I put hot glue. It wasn't sticking. I, I mean, then I wound up tying it around the back, and I just made it so crazy. And same as you, one of my first ones. And I get there, and I go, wow, people pre-buy things. They mm-hmm. pre-buy beauty. They buy shelves. I know. And they buy real easy very very easy signage and but you live and learn you live and learn exactly oh yeah and uh totally so when you buy that pre-bought stuff you you know what you're ready for that buyer who comes over at one minute to nine one minute before the show starts or one minute after and you could you could say your stuff you could say yep this is the best seller i sold 42 this morning even before you walked up here exactly <laughs> <laughs> you're like wow really Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, 42,000. Yeah. I yeah exactly. Yeah, right. I'm just going to say, wait, 42? <laughs> no, 42,000. Yeah. Um, it, it's, so, it's so funny because people, I think most people listening probably don't realize that that's what you need to do to create yeah. your own buzz, right? You have yeah. to create your own buzz. Like what, you know, like I know we've talked in the past, like how people, you know, you walk by a booth and someone's sitting down. Mm. Biggest pet Kiss peeve of death. My biggest, biggest pet peeve. Never sit. Never sit. They never have to see your right. feet. So wear a very, very nice outfit and and go barefooted. Whatever you have to do, but, but exactly. never, ne- never sit. Uh, always look up. Always look around. Always be cordial. And always have more than one person in the booth. Always, mm-hmm. because what happens <clears throat> inevitably is you'll have zero people. Then you'll have a thousand. Exactly. So you're not answering the questions of all of the people who are there. Now, people walk away. You never want people to walk away. In fact, I think that we should have rubber arms and grab every single person. Yes. <laughs> who starts to leave. <laughs> like, like tentacles, come back here. You come yep. back. I saw you over there. And just, um, just have eyes and never let anybody pass your booth. And then uh-huh. it's easier said than done, but just never let anybody pass your booth. Uh, in addition to having your head down on your cell phone and just not looking up and not paying attention. And uh, that's the worst because now you're dissing the people or they think. You're dissing them as they're coming up to your booth and you don't even uh-huh. see them because you get so ensconced in whatever you're looking at, your Twitter, your Instagram, or maybe hopefully it's your sales. Exactly. Or I think some people, too, get caught up these days, you know, posting on Facebook or whatever, oh, we're at this trade show right now, and it's so awesome. And it's like, well, who are your your friends? Don't care, right? They're not the ones who are going to be buying. And and that it's, you know, and if unless you're you're, – messaging specific buyers you shouldn't mm-hmm. even be on your phone <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and, not right and and unless you're taking pictures of you and a buyer and posting it but at the same time you should post it during your lunch lunch time when you're not in your booth yeah um and one other thing i was going to say that i know you and i've talked about too is mm-hmm. how you know i'm just going to kind of go on what you were saying about always be looking up that mm-hmm. you want to be even if you're writing an order or taking notes for somebody, yeah. right? And notes, in case someone doesn't know what that is, is you know somebody might want to take some information about your line, so you might be writing up you know, a possible order for them, something they're going to look at later. But at the same time, you kind of have to keep your third eye out because if somebody yeah. else looks in your booth, right, like you were saying with the wishing you had rubber arms, 
that mm-hmm. you can say to them, oh, you know, and you can usually they have their badge out so you can see their name. So if you can, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, Susie, I'll be right with you. Why don't you start looking over here? This is our best sellers, you know, or whatever you're going to say to them. Definitely, and, um, Sarah. Yeah, and, and I find that so many people, like when I walk shows, I just want to walk, walk by and just go in and pick up the person off the chair and just say, yes. honey, let me just show you what you need to be doing <laughs> because this ain't it, right? <laughs> and, and, and also, like, I think, you know, what, I think where you were going with what you were about to say was how you need to, if there's no one in your booth or there's mm-hmm. a lull, you know, or, or mm-hmm. maybe your sales girls working with somebody, that you need to be standing on the edge, like ready That's to grab right. buyers and bring them out in. front, up front. And, yeah. you know, I, I also love to bring uh, monitors with me. Back in the day, I would bring a little 13-inch TV. I'm dating myself by saying this. 13-inch mm-hmm. TV VCR. <laughs> and I yeah. stood it on those crates, and I always had video going. Always, and I put it way like out in the other, not that they could trip over it, but out enough where people were attracted to seeing what it was. Mm. And the monitor was, was, was not the Flintstones. I was mm-hmm. showcasing products. It was whatever products I had in the booth and were, you know, maybe up and coming products. They were running. And it, inevitably, people love to watch video, hence cell phones and everything else. So they stop, and it draws a crowd. Yeah. So this brings people to your booth, and you've got to pay attention to everybody if you can. Um, and the other point I wanted to make was, of course, never be rude, but limit your time with everybody. The most important thing is get the person's information. Find mm-hmm. out what company they work for. Scan their badge immediately and make your mental notes. And don't, you know, yeah. again, like you said, Sarah, don't put your head down and, and just, just stay there and start writing a, a, a novel, but just take point right neatly so that um, this could be one of the most important people who ever came to your booth. This could be exactly. a million-dollar order. So try right. to pay attention to Yeah, it can. I love your big numbers. This is just a million-dollar moment. Number. I'm thinking <laughs> it into existence for all of you out there. Yeah. <laughs> Right, it's not the two thousand dollar order you've been Don't waiting for. The fifteen million dollar one. Fifteen yeah. billion. It just went up. It just went up to billion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I think that so many people, or that most people, and you know, and I have to say, I was so guilty of this myself oh, sure. until I really taught myself, you know, mm-hmm. to get over the fear, right? Because mm-hmm. especially like when that first buyer came up to me and what are your best sellers, I was like, yes. I want to go home now. Saying? What do you, you know, and, right? Yeah. And and so it was. I mean, I have to say the difference between that show. I think it was in May, the May show oh. in New York, um, Accessory Circuit. And then when I went back in August, I was just like so on my game at well, that you point. Learned. You know, yeah, you totally learn. And you know, I knew ahead of time like what my best sellers were. I had them all grouped together. Like this collection right here is my mm-hmm. best sellers. You know, you can eat, and then I knew, like, how to tell them how to merchandise stuff, right? You can take, you know, whatever, this red group here, and you can bring these red stripes in from over here, and these, you know, this all merchandises together. And it was such a difference from one, one show to the next. And, and the other thing, too, is I didn't even know um, until my reps told me, right, don't give your line sheets away unless you get a business card. Mm-hmm. right because you don't and never leave them out like have them hidden we always had yes. them h- hidden in the back of the booth 
and only gave them to people who were willing to give us a business card because then you can follow up, right? Um, Exactly. And try and get sales out of them. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, yeah. Yeah, otherwise, you're like, exactly. They're just floating around and, you know, you can give away a postcard or something, but not your not your actual line sheets without getting a business card. No, definitely not. And what I want to add to that is, um, Sarah, that when you, believe it or not, folks listening out there, these people look up to you and respect you. Mm. Um, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes people think, oh, my gosh, a buyer's coming by. I, you know, I'm going to be so nervous. These buyers are nervous coming to you. They see you, your booth is put together. You're on point. You have the knowledge you have the knowledge that they need to take away. Remember, you're giving them something. You're selling them something. You're not giving them anything. Mm. Right. You're selling them a product. Um, and the brighter you are and the more on point you are, the more they respect you and your product. And mm-hmm. they believe you. They believe you. Right. Right. When you have that information that they need. You know, you should know yeah. your merchandise. You know? Like you said, yeah, you, all you the benefits food. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got school. You went to the May conference and you, you know, I mean, the trade show, and <laughs> you didn't know what to do. But then you you schooled yourself immediately. So in in two months, three months, you knew everything right. about the business because you said that is not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be embarrassed like that again. Never um, again. Maybe about something mm-hmm. else, but not that. <laughs> Exactly. I'm sure I was embarrassed about many other things over the years. But, um, and, um, and the other thing, too, is you want to make sure that you're out there looking for press, right, for the editors yeah. that are walking around because all yeah. of the editors are there, you know, that would, would be the ones writing about your product. Mm-hmm. And they, they're looking, again, kind of, you know, what you were saying just now about how, how buyers like you're there to educate the buyers and yeah. help them pick out good stuff for their store, right? And, and if you, you know, can talk to the buyers and ask them about their customer, you might steer them in a specific direction as part of mm-hmm. your collection. And you might say, you know, I mean, and I think buyers really appreciate when you say to them, you know, I don't think that, you know, XYZ right here is actually right for your customer. Now that you've told me about it, I think you'll do better with PDQ over here. And yes. then they really feel like you're taking care of them. And the and more you're being you honest. can and totally. integrity and honesty, number right. one. Right. And you want to make sure that they can sell your stuff because if they can't yeah. sell it, duh, they're never buying it again. And and that way, you know, the more you know about their customer and ask them about their customer, right? I mean, obviously if it's a store you sell to all the time, you right. already know. But if it's a new customer, they, buyers really like it when you inquire about their customer base and want to know, yeah, you know, exactly. which part of your collection will fit in their store. Likewise, same with the media, right? You know, if you see the editor from Martha Stewart Weddings walking around, but you're like, oh, my stuff's not right for Martha mm-hmm. Stewart Weddings, then don't bother her. Don't, you know, yes. don't try to get her to come in the booth. But if you see an editor to Mary Claire and you think that your stuff should be there, then you kind of want to wave and say hello or be standing at the edge of your booth and say, hey, yes. come on in. You know, I've got great stuff for Mary Claire or whatever magazine, right? And Definitely. that you have to be bold. You do. You know? Number one, you really do. Mm-hmm. And have your back straight, right? Back yep. straight, no slouching, <laughs> smile on your face. 
Yep. You know, no matter how much your feet hurt. <laughs> no matter how much your feet hurt, you know, or put on those really, really super nice hot Uggs, if you can, that match your outfit. Put on a really uh-huh. nice scarf. So they're focusing in the, on the upper part. <laughs> yep, exactly. But yeah. you, gotta, you definitely have to be out there. You have to be out there and interacting with everyone. And buyers see that, too. You know, especially if you're the owner of the product, because sometimes um, you'll have reps go out for you. Mm-hmm. Say, for example, you have a buyer from QBC or HSN. They're, I know how their minds work. They're going, hmm. I wonder if the person, this person, is going to be the person I'm speaking that into existence to, is going to be the person on air when we pull them and say, we love your product, mm-hmm. let's get it on. Mm-hmm. But they're taking yeah. a look at the way you interact, right? Because you're going yep. to need to interact with that customer, that, that backyard self on the shelf once you get on oh, the yeah. network. So they're looking at all of that. So it's so important that in so many ways, you're your authentic self. You do your best. You have PK. You know your product knowledge. And um, I just want to bring up something else because we're talking, we're in this industry for a long time, uh, Sarah. So we're talking mm. buyers. So buyers are the people who in retail stores make the decisions um, and in on uh, shopping network uh, as to the products that are going on. So being picked up or brought online. So those are they're called buyers. Okay, right. a lot of people say managers, but their um, buyers are the ones who make the ultimate decision as to what goes into their their specific department store. Um, and there are many categories too. That's one thing. That's another confusing thing. Um, buyers are not all people to all products, so there mm-hmm. are different buyer categories for everything. So, for example, in QVC, you have thousands of buyers. You have buyers for socks, buyers for cooking, shoes, mm-hmm. pots. And just right. Everything is different. It's not one buyer for all. Oh, thank God. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> one buyer for the whole world. For the whole world. <laughs> yeah. For the whole world. <laughs> I'm charged with that. <laughs> right, exactly. Bow down. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. We need to be carrying her around on something. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's the whole not looking down and, and just don't even blink. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When you're in your booth, don't blink. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing, too, is if you need distance glasses to see people walking down the aisle and to do all that, wear your glasses. Mm-hmm. Because yes. I see so many people squinting or just saying, oh, I forgot my glasses today. I only have my glasses for, you know, like writing orders and stuff. Uh-uh. That's no. not you, good. You gotta, it's not good. You've got to be able to be out there and looking constantly and bringing people into your booth and welcoming them in. And I think that that's, you know, one of the things you and I both have learned <laughs> yes. Yes. And, um, you know, and really know <laughs> – that that that's one of the most important things. I mean, that to me, you know, was how I got a ton of press for myself with my handbag mm-hmm. line yeah. and, and was always working the buyers, you know. And you see someone in someone else's booth, because you have to remember, people, buyers are walking down the aisle, right? And let's say the person across from you has music playing or has a hot pink has hot pink wallpaper and a disco ball or something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To get to get exactly. people's attention, and their eye is going to go that way, and they right. may not even look 
in your booth. And you're like, why is everyone walking by looking at the booth across the way? And mm-hmm. I, I remember I used to battle with one of my sales reps because this other guy, um, this guy in my, in my showroom was always across the hall from me. And he <laughs> had like a total beach set up. And, and he had blasting music and he was super outgoing. And I um, finally asked them to move me. I was like, why do you always mm-hmm. put me opposite mm-hmm. him? People walk by and just look, they're attracted into his booth mm-hmm. because of the noise and the, the disco ball and the whatever he's got going on in there, right? And, you know, he always had like shag carpet, you know, some wow, crazy geez. color. It was insane. And I just took whatever, you know, came with my booth, you know, the gray carpet. And, you know, we used to put wallpaper up, but I didn't have a disco ball or music. And uh, so why wasn't my brand. Why at that point did you not wear a bikini the next day? Exactly. Well, you know, I'm just not that. that. <laughs> it just wasn't my brand. <laughs> and, and, um, I thought about that, and I just asked to be moved, <laughs> well, of <course>. right? <laughs> yeah, and um, and so, but you know, but but when it's not somebody in your showroom, right, or someone yeah. you don't have control over, you then have to come up with your defense, right, against yeah. whatever is happening across the hall or next door to you or something like that, right? And and, that's and a tough so one. And that's tough. It it can be. Mm-hmm. It can be really tough. Um, and, but, but you, you have to really through. learn. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you figure it out. And you think, how can I, you know, how, how, and it actually forced me to become more forceful in mm-hmm. being out in the hallway and dragging people in. And I'd kind of walk, wander up and down the hall, like, because I had staff in my booth. Mm-hmm. And, very you know, important. and I would you look, she said, right? Staff in her booth. Yep. <laughs> and, and I didn't the very first time because I didn't know, mm-hmm. but, um, but after that, I always had a sales girl with me, and, and, you know, and I would leave her in the booth, and I'd just kind of wander up and down the row a little bit and see what buyers were in other booths, and, you know, and then I would just <clears throat> notice what they were wearing, and then I could recognize them when they came yeah. down closer to mine, and I was just doing reconnaissance all the time, you know, and then my, um, when my sister did publicity for me, she would come, we'd bring her to the shows because she mm-hmm. then, you know, she'd book appointments with the media. But again, she was out in the hallway. She's like, goodbye, I'm going to troll, you know, and she mm-hmm. just leave the booth and she would, you know, go up and down the aisles, like all over the whole show That's looking for people. It. And she'd have a postcards with her and she'd say, hey, you know, come down to Sarah's booth. I'll be there waiting to meet with you. And that was, you know, it always worked. I mean, that's how I we got so much press. Love it. It's tag teaming. It's tag yeah, teaming. Totally. Always have those cards. Have those um, five by seven cards. Have your yep. all of your branding information um, at all times. I mean, a, a lot of yeah. days today, like the millennials don't always have business cards. I'm not sure why. Uh, mm. And this doesn't. It's not even about having the scanner sometimes because I was at one recently. And many of the folks at these trade shows did not have business cards, did not have business cards. They had flyers about what the product was, but a lot it did not have business cards. I mean, half the time I bring them home, I put them in a box, and, but I take pictures of business cards too. Yes. Yeah. I take, I take, or immediately put their information in my phone. Uh-huh. And, 
And that's another important thing for all of you listeners to know, that, you know, you can ask people for their information, ask people for their phone number, uh, an email address, and ask them what is the best way to get in touch with you and what's the best time uh, to connect with you. And be forward. Mm -hmm. Be forward. Don't be obnoxious, but be forward, because that's what you're out there trying to sell your product and make make money. The whole thing about making money. Kindness first, yes, but... And the dollars will 100% follow. (laughs) (laughs) Because we know no dollars means no business. Exactly. That's the whole idea, guys. Right. I'm dialing for dollars. (laughs) We are here to help you make money because we've gone through it. I'm Lisa Ashley, the inventress. We're on with Sarah, Sarah Shaw. We've both been in this industry. I've been in mine for over 38 years. And, um, you know, figured it out for the most part, but still figuring it out. And, and anything mm-hmm. we've learned, we want to share with all of you. Exactly. Um, and don't you just enjoy the journey? Oh, the journey is the best part, isn't it? So it's so fun. And I think you just, you just have to be able to embrace all the things that you have to do. You know, I think if you fight it, then it just becomes torture, right? Yeah, you, it does become if, torture. Yeah, and that, if, and that if you're willing to look at it, like I always look at it as a game. Like when I would get to a trade show, I'd be like, all right, this is the game. Today's game. How much money are mm-hmm. we going to make, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how many stores are we going to close? And, you know, how many people are we going to talk to? Because it also, you have to remember, not everyone's going to write an order there. Not, right. you know, there's lots of buyers that are collecting information, taking mm-hmm. notes, want your line sheet, want to talk to you. You know, and that then they're going to either go back to their hotel, kind of lay out everything that they got from that day, and then possibly place orders the next day, or just start to say, all right, well, we've got all our handbags. Now let's look at the jewelry. Let's look at the clothes. Let's look at the, you know, whatever they're buying. And, That's right. And they're going to systematically, like the good buyers, like experienced is what I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to do, they know how to work that show, and they know what works best for them. So That's don't get right. discouraged if you don't write a lot of orders at the show. Like I actually, even though I had my reps and all that, we didn't. I never actually wrote a lot at the shows. We always mm-hmm. got all the orders in the four to six weeks after the show for the That's majority of them. That's and, a very good point because people yeah, do and, get disappointed when they're at these shows and they don't get um, um anything written they get don't get POs but that's not really typically doesn't happen there it doesn't right yeah and you know and it's like you really in order to make money at a show right you have to do eight times the cost of the show in sales Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and so you know it's like even if you're at a farmer's market people and you're spending a hundred dollars for the booth (laughs) you need to sell well if you're selling retail it's less but if you're selling wholesale it you'd have to sell eight hundred dollars that day to cover the cost of your booth cover Mm -hmm. the cost of the products and actually make money and make a profit and and make a profit (laughs) and if you're selling retail obviously it's you don't have to sell as much but but it's um but but i think that people most people get discouraged, and I used to sometimes get discouraged or nervous, you know, after a, mm-hmm. at a show, and I'd be like, oh, my God, we only did, like, 
25 or 30,000 at the show. Like I need to do 200,000 at this <laughs> yeah. show, you know, and then the orders would come in, you know, over the next four to six weeks. And it was, you know, it was nerve wracking in the beginning, but then I realized I could start to count on that as time went by. Um, and the other thing you I know, want just, to add is, yeah, I want to add to that. Sorry, uh, sorry. The other thing I want to add to that is don't be afraid to follow up. You know, with people. Exactly. I, mean, I hear so many people, um, and they'll say, well, no one's called me yet. No one's called me yet. And I say, well, how long has it been? Oh, it's been a couple of days. Okay. Give them a minute. Mm-hmm. Let them reorganize. But don't be afraid to send out an email thanking them for coming to your booth. Now right. they're at the forefront of their, e- their brains and at the top of their email. Yeah. So you have a starting point with them. So if they didn't know where to start, because it's very confusing for them too. They're seeing a lot of merchandise. But give them give them a starting point. So if they go, ah, uh-huh. Sarah right. Does, I'm exactly. She gave me something. She threw it out there for me because I was confused and I didn't know how to start or who to start with. Um, but she gave me the jumping off point. So never be afraid to email a buyer that comes to your booth. Never Exactly. Ever. Yeah. They need that help. They need that push. Oh, Big time. Well, that's why you want to get their business card, right? And, and if you're going to give them a line sheet, um, always, so that you well, can always follow a business up. card, not always a line sheet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and right. always, always, it's got to be reciprocal. If you're giving them your business card, you must take their information. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had people say, "Well, I'll just take your card," and I'm going, "Oh, no, you're not." I'm taking, yeah. you, you, yes, you can, but I need yours also. You know what I mean? Right. And then, you know, and yeah. that's, that's not being pushy. I've got to tell you, it's not being pushy. It's being smart when it comes to business because yeah. I, the last thing I ever want to do is walk away and say, why the heck didn't I just take Donna Karen's information? She took my right. business card. Why wouldn't exactly. I take her? I yeah. never want to be in a position like that and believe me, it's happened. I never yeah. want to put myself. I never want to put myself in a position like that. I'm like, what are you, crazy? This was an opportunity, and, you know, especially if you're outgoing. And people like that. Mm-hmm. They like that a lot. They like when you're outgoing. They like, you right. know, and there's, there's a difference between pushy and outgoing, okay? Exactly. There oh really God. is a big difference. Yeah, you know, totally. You know, the, the whole um, in your face every two seconds is, is not necessarily the way to go, but just the politeness. It's the yeah. way you deliver. And that's yeah. learned over time, too. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, my God. So learned over time. Um, yeah. I think yeah. There's, it's, it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. And I think just experience um, is, I think experience is really what helps you kind of hone that difference. You don't get it the first time. And it, it mm-hmm. happens... Again, over time, it does happen over time. And don't beat mm-hmm. yourself up over it, especially right. when you have a passion for something. Well, you wouldn't be at the Javits uh, Center because you're going to pay a pretty penny. You better, you better have oh, some yeah. determination and desire <laughs> yeah. to uh, want to do this because it's not, it's not cheap. You know, no, I mean, you're just the booth is probably around 7000 well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's so, which means to bring up also, they can negotiate those prices, by the way. Mm-hmm. You can right. always negotiate your booth prices. When you, when you get into, uh, start going to trade shows, and many of you will, you can literally negotiate the amount of money that you're paying for your booth. You yeah. don't have to take the first numbers that they give you. You could ask. 
you know, um, is there another space? What's the best space and all of that? That's another topic, too. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. So, yeah. What's the best spot for a... <laughs> Not next to the stinky bathroom. <laughs> Not next to... <laughs> it'll certainly keep you on a diet. It'll keep the buyers away. It'll keep you on exactly. a diet. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well... On that um, note. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, on that note. On that yeah, note. Yeah. Well, anyone, all I have to say is anybody going to a show this season between now and, you know, July and August gift shows, just make sure that you put your best foot forward and are always looking for the next people and the next buyers and making sure that you're looking up and looking out. Yes, Absolutely. Keep the smile on your face. Have your hand open for their business card or, or, or pass your phone along, and you can always use fanny wipes to wipe it after. That, that but anyway, especially if you're near the bathroom. I know, especially if you But put their, put their phone numbers. You know, be polite, smile, put that smile up on your face because people really appreciate that. I think yeah. the level of stress that happens when people are shopping and trying to sell and all of these things, um, people forget to smile. You forget to smile. Mm-hmm. Put a smile on your face. Be kind because kindness brings that buyer in 100%. I guarantee you. Exactly. Um, it'll change. It'll change everything. You know, if you're mm-hmm. going in harsh and you look like you're stern and because they are too, you can't have two stern people like going right. at each other. You best. <laughs> Sarah will have to separate a fight. But anyway, so yes, I agree, Sarah. Just go in with, go in strong, go in confident. With your back straight, extend your hand, shake the hand of the person uh, you're mm-hmm. meeting, and just be the best you that you can be. And you're going exactly. to, you will be making that money. Crushing You'll be dollars for dollars in no yep. time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we well, what will do you see think? you all for our next episode of Dial for Dollars next week. Next week. Thank you so much. This is Lisa Askelise, the inventress. And Sarah Shaw. We love you guys. Peace.